When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mike Tomlin says he's staying. But who's the Steelers quarterback and offensive coordinator for 2024? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers. So you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. It was a season of discontent in Pittsburgh. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin delivered another of his patented non-losing seasons and was one and done yet again in the playoffs. In a football town longing for its seventh Lombardi trophy, seven seasons of playoff utility was a bridge too far in the city of bridges. It was open revolt on Tomlin and his 17 seasons leading the black and gold. The media led the charge to change the Steelers' head coach. Hot takes poured out on radio, TV, and the internet like hot cakes. Yet, Tomlin's seat never even got warm. When the question about his future was posed at his post-game press conference in Buffalo, Tomlin did an abrupt about-face before ESPN's Brooke Pryor could even finish her query. Tomlin wasn't having it. He knew it was all academic anyway. The Steelers' players had his back, and the Rooney family, which has employed just three head coaches since 1969, would have Tomlin's contract extension ready in short order, at least all according to the NFL insiders who put the rest this notion of Tomlin taking his leave. In the days after yet another lopsided playoff loss, this one a 17-31 snow job versus the Bills, any Steelers suspense that Tomlin was going anywhere evaporated. These NFL insiders were tipped to Tomlin's locker room assurances to his players that he would be back for an 18th season in 2024. Still more insider scoop said the team would lock in their coach for multiple seasons to come under a new deal with a fat raise. All the hot takes that it was time for Tomlin to take a break or go packing out of Pittsburgh, they've turned cold. Looking back, this will become known as the silly season before the just-begun Steelers offseason turns serious. The real questions at stake don't swirl around the head coach. 
Tomlin's now the NFL's longest tenured after Bill Belichick and his six Super Bowl trophies were shown the door in New England. Instead, the futures of Tomlin and his Steelers depend upon two different but equally weighty questions. Who will be the Steelers' quarterback and who will be orchestrating their attack and calling plays as offensive coordinator? The media, along with a chanting Steelers nation at Akrashore Stadium, did manage to do something unprecedented in Pittsburgh. They ran off an offensive coordinator midseason. Matt Canada was fired. It's something the Steelers' management is loath to do. At the time, back in mid-November, Canada's dismissal was seen as an opportunity to reboot quarterback Kenny Pickett. Pickett was lumbering through a lackluster sophomore season, during which touchdowns and splash plays were the rarest of commodities. No one realized then that Pickett's time behind center was quickly coming to an end, too. He lasted just another game and a couple of quarters following Canada's dismissal. Pickett would never take another snap after going down with an ankle injury December 3rd versus the Arizona Cardinals at home. This opened the door for the Steelers to find out once and for all about all the other quarterbacks on their roster. Mitch Turbitsky, the much-heralded, highly-paid former first-round pick from Chicago, finally imploded once and for all. Surely, Mitch is gone in 2024. Third-stringer Mason Rudolph was much more interesting. A third-rounder out of Oklahoma State was thrown to the wolves in his rookie year, this after Ben Roethlisberger went down with a season-ending injury in 2019's first game. Of course, Rudolph's ride didn't go well that rookie season. He was drummed by fans who preferred undrafted Devlin Duck Hodges, and he was drummed by a helmet-swinging Miles Garrett in Cleveland. Rudolph's opportunities for redemption were severely limited in the intervening years. He didn't take so much as a single snap in all of 2022. But his moment arrived late in 2023 versus the Bengals at Akrashore Stadium. Rudolph was a late-season revelation right before Christmas. He revitalized the Steelers' more about offense, and he mounted a three-game winning streak, culminating in a playoff berth. He did little to embarrass himself in Buffalo as well. The tackling challenge Steelers defense cornered that market of embarrassment. But even Rudolph's Steelers future is clouded by his free agency status. The only Pittsburgh passer sure to be back in 2024 is Pickett. And by all indications, he will get a second chance to prove himself. But the much more intriguing Pittsburgh proposition will be the passers that accompany Pickett in the QB room. The speculation in Steelers Nation will be nonstop. 
everything from a Justin Fields trade with Chicago to another Steelers draft pick are in play to find those passers, those yet-to-be-named passers who will come to Pittsburgh this season. How all this plays out could well be, and probably is, the top offseason storyline. But just as important will be the offensive play caller and coordinator who will be assigned to oversee Pickett's reclamation and or a QB transition in Pittsburgh. This is where the job-secured Tomlin and the tradition-bound Rooney family must break out of their comfort zone. After a string of also-ran no-name coordinators, Todd Haley, Randy Fickner, and the aforementioned Canada, that will no longer cut it. Steelers require nothing short of a genuine genius guru to compete in this offensive-driven, pinball, point-scoring machine league. The last time they had one of those, it was Roethlisberger whisperer Bruce Arians. He went 55-25 and 25 in a run from the 2007 season through the 2011 season, and that ranks as the mo- most successful offensive coordinator tenure in team history. Again, there will be no shortage of Steelers Nation speculation over the filling of this all-important offensive coordinator position. Assuredly, there will be more heat than light until the winning candidate is actually introduced over on the South Side. But to paraphrase Archie Bunker, Mr. We should sure could use a man like Bruce Arians again. Those were the days. We have much more on the high stakes just begun Steelers offseason, including the still-raging Yinzer debate over Mike Tomlin. It's all in this wait-until-next-year edition of your Steelers Update podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my full print column first thing Thursdays on Penn Live. As always, it will be packed with plenty of memes bringing the latest, greatest Steelers debates to life and to laughs. Right now, let's get right to it. Well, you know the Tomlin backlash was serious when the biggest names in Pittsburgh sports media took to calling for the coach to call it a day. That happened in the wake of the playoff loss in Buffalo. Longtime Steelers columnist and talk show host Ron Cook weighed in. In his column for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Cookie began simply by saying, quote, it's time when it comes to Tomlin taking his leave from Pittsburgh. Of course, it's all academic now, but the power of Cook's words demand taking note. This will be the toxic atmosphere in Steelers Nation should Tomlin's team stumble again in 2024. Cook writes this, quote, 10 wins are nice. So was a trip to the playoffs. And yes, of course, we'll hear over and over again about how Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season in 17 years. My God, they'll beat us to death with that one. 
But none of that changes the bottom line about the 2023 Steelers. Their season will be remembered as a failure. The latest in a growing number of failures under Tomlin with no end in sight. That makes seven consecutive years without a playoff win and five consecutive postseason losses. The Steelers' most recent playoff win came in the divisional round after the 2016 season when they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Since then, in five virtual no-shows, they allowed 31, 42, 48, 45, and 36 points in those losses. That includes a mind-numbing 122 points in the first halves of those games. They lost by 14 to the Bills, 21 to Kansas City, 11 to Cleveland after falling behind 28 to nothing, 3 to Jacksonville after trailing 21 to nothing, and 19 to New England. That is the rewind of that Tomlin postseason futility. The trend would be laughable if it weren't so pathetic. It's almost unfathomable that the Steelers could be so ill-prepared for playoff games, especially right at the start, unquote. Well, that's Cook's preamble. That's the incontrovertible evidence in the Pittsburgh prosecution of one Mike Tomlin. Then comes the punchline, a punch in the gut for sure. Cook writes, quote, the Steelers would be better off without Tomlin, and he'd be better off without them. The man looks as if he's in desperate need of a new challenge with a new team. Some will think that's outrageous, but if you really think about it, it makes perfect sense, unquote. Well, some, some people made, made that. And in fact, there was a, a significant portion of Steelers Nation who wanted to see Tomlin go. But not the players, not Cam Hayward, not T.J. Watt, not a number of others who one after the other stepped up to the microphone following that Buffalo loss in the bitter end of another Steelers season to say Tomlin is their guy. Tomlin is the reason they're in Pittsburgh. Tomlin is who they want to play for in 2024 and beyond. Now, Ron Cook, to his credit, points this out in his column. In fact, he quotes Cam Hayward as saying this, quote, Every player wouldn't be anything without Mike T. This group would not function to, get, to even get to a playoff berth without Mike T. He keeps us accountable from top to bottom. I don't want to play for any other coach, unquote. And of course, that is Cam's right. But Cook's next quote from Hayward sounds way off key. And Cook calls him out on this. Said Hayward, quote, We have a core that is very strong, that can make some noise in the playoffs. There's more football to be had for our group. The group here is a strong group that could win a Super Bowl, unquote. Well, Cook counters that. He counters Cam, saying this. Super Bowl? How about winning a playoff game? Is it too much to ask for one playoff win? 
sadly for the Steelers, that isn't going to happen anytime soon under Mike Tomlin, unquote. Wow. That's Ron Cook, who, whose name means a lot in the Pittsburgh Steelers media. And that's him saying flatly, it ain't going to happen under Mike Tomlin. In other words, with Tomlin entrenched as ever in Pittsburgh, as it seems, based on all those reports, him telling the players he's staying, word that the Roonies are going to sign a, you know, another extension with Tomlin, it means, does it mean, the same old, same old for the Steelers. A lot of people, like Ron Cook, thinks it does. Same old, same old. Or is it? My argument is, even with Tomlin staying put, and many people don't like that fact, but even with him staying put, change is coming to the 412 area code. Of course, it starts with the offensive coordinator position. And perhaps... Those winds of change also shake up the quarterback position with Kenny Pickett, the only sure Pittsburgh passer to return next year. For this, we turn to Mark Caboli with The Athletic, and he's noting all of these uncertainties that re remain for a Steelers offseason in which the current trajectory under Tomlin must change and change dramatically. And that begins with this often woeful offense. And he acknowledges that. But Caboli sees a lot of positive signs in Pittsburgh, many more than some of the other columnists in wake of yet another one-and-done playoff loss. Let's go and see what Caboli sees. He writes this, quote, They have to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback and offensive coordinator in the offseason. It's not going to be easy. Is Pickett the guy? Can he rebound from a bad season? Is Mason Rudolph the future? Does he even want to come back? What kind of offensive coordinator will they bring in? But for the most part, the main pieces are in place in Pittsburgh. Sure, the offensive and defensive lines could use some young talent, which will likely be a focus in free agency in the draft. That would give Tomlin, who will be back, the talent to win 10 games and playoff games. When you look at how this team came together over the final month, it is more than promising, unquote. Now that is a glass half full take on Tomlin and his Steelers. Me, I mean, there are some good things in place in Pittsburgh. They had a great draft last year. And, you know, with the new brain trust, Omar Khan, and Andy Wheel, there's likely they're going to have a good draft and a good free agency in 2024. But still, this is a quarterback-driven league. It's an offense-driven league. If you don't have that effective quarterback-coordinator combination, a team really doesn't have a chance, not in the AFC and not in the AFC playoffs. You have the likes of Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, C.J. Stroud in the playoffs this year. And yet, you still have Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and even Trevor Lawrence, who are sure to be back in the playoff mix next season. That's a lot of arm talent. And then you have teams that are going to be drafting high in this draft, including New England, and probably taking a quarterback. You have Aaron Rodgers uh, maybe returning to form for the Jets. 
This is a quarterback-driven league. And Caboli, for all his positivity, you know, you can't just say, oh, they have some nice pieces except for the quarterback and coordinator. I mean, that's a big if. So this brings us back to Ron Cook. He is focusing on all the hurdles ahead that stand in the way of these Steelers actually competing for playoff wins, much less Lombardi's anytime soon. And he argues with the Steelers unsettled at the all-important QB position, it will make it all the more difficult to attract top coaches, including a top coordinator talent. Right now, even with former first-round pick Kenny Pickett a lock to return and to get a, a real shot to reclaim his starting job, Steelers have some major, major, major QB questions. Cook lays it out this way. Quote, you can't win in the NFL without a great quarterback. The, Sto- the Steelers don't even have a good one. I would rather coach the L.A. Chargers who have an opening. They have Justin Herbert. I would rather coach the Tennessee Titans, who also have an opening. They have Will Levis. I count 21 NFL teams with a better quarterback room than what the Steelers have. That number will jump to 23 if Aaron Rodgers can still play at a high level with the New York Jets next season. And if Deshaun Watson finds something in Cleveland, it could grow to 27 if Washington, New England, and the New York Giants and Atlanta Falcons find their franchise quarterback with a top 10 pick in the April draft. There is no way the Steelers can go with just Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph next season. Pickett regressed badly this season, and Rudolph was described on Monday during the playoff game as a third stringer. And Pickett was benched for Rudolph this season, the third stringer. The third stringer who didn't even take a snap in the 2022 season or in the first 13 games of this season. I don't see the Steelers' job being especially attractive unless the team can find a way to draft their future franchise quarterback or add a capable veteran quarterback through a trade or free agency. Russell Wilson, maybe? Unquote. Hey, there's another name that's been paired with the Steelers. I mean, you got Justin Fields, who could be out in Chicago should the Bears use their top pick uh, for a quarterback. Russell Wilson, he's out in Denver. So, you know, these are, I mean, there's going to be so much speculation regarding this quarterback position in Pittsburgh. And Cook begins it. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's almost like these two positions, quarterback, who, who they're going to fill in. And we know Kenny's coming back, but who are they going to fill in around him? And then the offensive coordinator job that's going to be open and demand some real talent to fill it. QB and coordinator, that is the focus in Pittsburgh. And that is the focus of the debate that's going to rage and the speculation that's going to swirl. It's going to keep swirling until, until the Steelers make their moves. Now, here at, at, at the podcast, we don't dare to try to divine what they will do, especially at this early vantage point of the offseason. And neither, for, for that matter, did Cook. But he does have a take on the state of the Steelers right now even as they enter yet another uncertain offseason. He writes this, quote, The Steelers seem further away from being a legitimate playoff team now 
than they were at this point last season. Good luck to Tomlin. He's facing another mediocre season without a playoff win. Playoff win? What the heck is that? Unquote. Now that is how far the one-time City of Champions and the once Sterling Steelers standard has fallen. We've forgotten what it's like to win in the postseason. A sad state of Steelers affairs that must change this coming fall and winter, even with Mike Tallman staying put. His Steelers surely can't stand Pat this offseason. Not with the two biggest positions on this team, other than head coach, in flux. That being the quarterback position, the offensive coordinator position. And there you have it. So it begins. Another offseason that will answer the most important questions in Pittsburgh. Not who is the coach, who's the QB, and who is calling his plays. Those answers, more than anything else, are going to shape 2024. And of course, we're going to cover it all right here. The offseason is just beginning. We'll keep an eye on the postseason in the NFL as it continues and any possible fallout it could have on the Steelers, who we now know are drafting at pick 20 in this upcoming draft in April. How they use it, what they do in free agency, it's all going to fall into place, and we're going to be talking about it every week because the Steelers Update podcast knows no offseason. We stay on the air throughout the offseason because that is where your 2024 Steelers are going to take shape. So stick with us. Uh, uh, sign up for the podcast wherever you get your audio. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.